Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Oh, we are continuing this new year. I'm sorry. I know I usually start at noon. I'm going to tell you, it's been raining here in California forever. And I'm going to, it's just, you know, we need it. You know, that's how you have to start every conversation. We need it. We need it. Although we're not, you know, fully prepared for it because we just let all of the water go into the ocean. But, you know, whatever the ground can get, we need it. However, and I long for the cloudy days. You know what I mean? I love a cloudy day. I think that in LA, we have too much sun, so it's not good for our brains. Uh, but there's been multiple days of rain and like torrential downpour rain. And it's like uh, finding motivation, uh, finding the drive, Finding the interest is a little more difficult when it's, you know, when everything's flooding. Listen, hang in there, California. It's happening all over the state. I know there is flooding. I know there is mudslides. I know there is landslides. Hang in there, California. Because the thing is, this doesn't happen that often. And we are better than all of the other states. Okay, so just hang in there, California. We're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. It's going to be fine. Um... Just chugging along already in this new goddamned year, this new goddamned year 2023. Um, it's great because, so I did learn the words, bitch, this week, and it was a torrential downpour. So I was like, surely no one is going to come. Um, and we pulled a really cute crowd. We pulled a really cute crowd. And shout out to Babs Gray and Tess Barker, who, um, do toxic of the Britney Spears story. Um, they kind of basically broke the whole free Britney movement by reporting the story. We had them judge learn the words. They were so funny. Um, but truthfully, I wanted to have a little interview. So, you know, it's got me thinking, it's got me thinking that I think I'm going to bring back an interview or two every once in a while. Like, I'm not trying to make an interview the thing. It's not going to be a focus anymore. But maybe once a month, maybe once a month, I bring someone on and we just do a little chatty chat. Let me know what you think about that. Go to the TonySodaShow.com, um, hit the Ask Me button, and let me know if uh, if you'd like me to start doing an interview a month and uh, who you'd want me to interview, because why not? Why not? I'm going to tell you. The main reason why I stopped doing the interviews was fishing for interviews, like trying to get people to uh, to agree to do your show, come on and do your show. You know, hopefully, you know, it's it's not like pulling teeth. But anyway, uh, I wanted to ask those gals some questions. So I'm like, how involved are you now? Like, what do we still know? Are we still worried? I think we're still worried. I think so. But what do I know? You know, I'm just newly uh, sympathetic to the whole uh, Britney saga because of the old COVID pandemic and those documentaries. She had a lot of time to sit at home and think about it and think about, of course, a bunch of hillbillies from fucking Shreveport are going to take advantage of the moneymaker. You know what I mean? Of course, that's going to happen. They need to get their moonshine and whatnot. Listen, new money is new money. It's not like it's not like uh, 
the Spearses are one of those legacy families like the Hankses, you know, where we have to fucking deal with the fact that Chet is there and all that nonsense. Like, Britney was the cash cow. She was the talent. The rest of them were just slack-jawed yokels. You know, happy to live in their trailer, I guess. But they exploited that girl from the beginning. They knew she was talented. And they're like, listen, we saw it. I don't even know why I'm going on this rant again. I know I've done this rant. We saw it. We saw it happening. Like all the way from uh, 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 Hit Me Baby One More Time. Problematic song. I hope she's okay. Brittany, I hope you're from one Sagittarius to another, my queen. I hope that you are thriving. I hope that this husband is good to you. I hope that you fucking sue the shit out of your dad. And I hope you never give us music again, girl. How ungrateful they were about that song with Elton. How ungrateful they were, Brittany. I thought it was a lovely little collab. You know what I mean? I thought it was a lovely little collab. And you got shade for it. Don't give them anything else. Don't give them anything else. Oh, my goodness. Guys. So now this is a little bit of a data topic. However, I'm just now catching on to it because uh, so everyone knows that I am a daytime TV fan. Uh, I love me some GMA. I love me some Kelly and Ryan. You know, you know, she loves the view. But there's this third hour of uh, Good Morning America um, that happens at noon hour time, right? And it's hosted by TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Now, these are these are news folks that have come on to Good Morning America and shit and subbed out. But this was their show. Now, I don't want to say that I'm a clairvoyant or whatnot, because I don't believe in that nonsense. However, when I saw these two uh, uh, folks get this show, I was like, what delightful chemistry. What delightful chemistry these two have. Oh, they seem to really like each other. Oh, yeah, they seem to really be listening to each other when there's talking. Now, I don't immediately go to an affair. But then... T.J. Holmes, at one point, I remember, was like, um, oh, yes, Amy's got me into running, because Amy's an avid runner, you know, she loves the running. So it to me, once she was like, Amy got me into running, I was like, <gasps> they're fucking. They're fucking. Like, why would you, with a coworker, why would a co first of all, a coworker should never get you into hobbies. You know what I mean? Like, a coworker should not be like, hey, let's do some more after work. You know what I mean? I feel like, I'm like, I'm like, look, there are office friendships, and then there are friendship friendships. I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure I've hung out socially a few times with when I used to work in the office, but it wasn't something I was racing to do. You know what I mean? Like, we, we would do, like, office after office events, like, you know, maybe a dinner or something. But, like, it's not like I'm going to your house having beers. So when they were like, ooh, I'm going to run a marathon, TJ Holmes was like, I'm going to run a marathon, and it's because Amy got me involved. I was like, they're fucking. Well, guess what? They're fucking. They're fucking. And I know I'm a little late on this story. I know I'm a little late on this story because I was like, where are... When I did catch that 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 third GMA, I didn't watch it all the time. But when I did catch it, I was kind of like, we have had these these like 
filler and they are obvious fillers no one knows who they are they pull you could tell that that, that abc was completely bamboozled or something because they they were just scrambling i don't know where they found the b group but or the c group but who are those people but anyway i was like where are amy and fucking tj i was like i was like did they have an affair and get caught oh my god they sure fucking did and the thing is it's like years of marriage on the both sides children on the both sides and publicly displaying affection in miami i was just like this has been happening for a moment and don't get me don't, and, and this the, the spouses have known too the spouses have known this has been going on for a moment for sure but i just find it interesting because you know then i got into a deep dive and like everyone is acting like you know, apparently Robin Robin Roberts is fuming. Like everyone is so mad at the affair and they're all mad at Amy. They're mad at Amy for the affair. Now, isn't this just like blatant? Like, like don't get me wrong. I feel like, I feel like Amy's kind of a top. I do. I feel like Amy Robach's a bit of a top. Like she's, you know, she's very athletic. Like if she wasn't a lesbian, she is a top. You know what I mean? That's like, if it wasn't like she's just hard to fuck bitches, like she definitely pegs TJ Holmes. Allegedly. I don't know. This is just the things that I see. Someone's getting pecked. You know what I mean? But it's just so interesting to watch how like Disney handles it. Like, like, obviously there are leakers talking about things, but I don't know that they've mentioned it. I don't know that Disney's even mentioned it at all, but I'll tell you, they're strangely absent and their names are still called at the beginning of that show every day. Like GMA3 with Amy Robach and TJ Holmes every day. Reminding everybody they're not there. That's just for me and the old ladies. But this, that was just for me. Did you guys hear about this guy? Okay, so there's this guy in Massachusetts who apparently is like, he's under suspicion. I don't know if they've arrested him for the murder of his wife, but allegedly the wife is missing. We don't know where she is. Good chance she's dead. I don't know that we found a body. I don't know a lot about, listen, I just stumbled across this, this story today. But the thing that like got me, so like this guy has been arrested now for misleading the police investigation. That alone makes me think you're guilty. It's like, what do you mean you're withholding information or you're saying the wrong information or whatever, whatever, what have you? Like, this is your wife. Don't you love her? Don't you want to find her? It's always the spouse. It's always the spouse. Any television show about true crimes can tell you it's always the spouse. I don't know. And, and the thing is, is like this guy didn't even seem like he gave a shit about who fucking knew he was trying to kill his wife because, because they checked his fucking uh, search history and the schmuck Googled how to dispose of a 115 pound body. And then there was a bloody knife in the basement. Like, bro, do you not watch TV? Like, this is the thing. Sit down in front of their TV. They, true crime is everywhere now. They are letting you know how to get away with it. Textbook bullshit that you did. This is like that, that guy who uh, killed the Idaho kids. Like, you're going to go into criminology or whatever. That's your major. That's what you're going to fucking do with your goddamn life. But then you're going to, like, leave DNA around? Like, did you fail at school? Like, did you do good in criminology class? Like, what the fuck? And they were saying that, like, um, 
the dude's real was real chatty in criminal school, real chatty, being like murder, murder, murder. But then they switched to the topic to the Idaho kids, and then that bitch was strangely quiet. No, you got to keep talking about murder, bro. These people. This is the thing. This is how it's like. You know, we shouldn't. Um, uh, not everyone should be allowed to vote because if you're just that dumb, <laughs> like if you're just that dumb, I don't need you voting on people who are going to make my political decisions. That's all I'm saying. These people need the books thrown at them. How to dispose of a 115-pound body, and that's how heavy your wife is. It's like you want to be arrested. That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that people want to get arrested so they can have the gay sex. And to that, I say kudos. Uh, before we go to break, before I go to break, do we care about the Harry and William stuff? I kind of am not that interested. However, I do have to say, I think I am Team Harry on this. I do. I Listen, when I hear that guy talk, that guy talks from a really jaded side because of family. Now, look, as someone who doesn't have the best relationship with their fucking family, it's not bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I pretty much love all of them. And I think that that is kind of where Harry is. He's like, look, I pretty much love these people. He's like, but the company they work for is shit. And they are just so into their jobs. You know what I mean? It's like they forget that there's a family aspect to the fucking family. And it's very strange. Now, my family are not royals, but I'll tell you. It, it, the, the, the shit is just the same, no matter how rich your family is. But this is the thing. This is a, this is a family that, that um, is also a business. And let's not forget the inbreeding, y'all. Like, the stories about William having tantrums and whatnot, that's because his brain's a little mushy from all the, 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 the family fucking that's happening in that bloodline. I mean, don't get it twisted. That's, there, there's, some, there's, some, there's some dark branches on those trees. You know what I mean? So, like, and the shade, we love the shade that Harry's doing, talking about him being more bald. And now look, like, Harry, you live in fucking L.A. You can easily go get your fucking hair done and no one's going to know the difference. I mean, and, and get it done the right way. Don't be like Travolta who let it go too long and now she's got to wear lace fronts. Not that I am ever going to diss a man who wears a lace front. I'm a big fan of wig becoming something for for dudes i i, I want to see more man wigs you know what i mean show me more man wigs uh, but i'm gonna get the book i think i'll get the book i think i'll i'll listen to the book because a i think his voice is sexy and then b you know i truly think that he becomes more appealing because it does come from an aspect that i think that he loves his wife now also I think that they perfectly would be very happy to stay in the fucking institution. I truly think, you know, people are like, oh, what's a royal? Oh, he's a royal. Sure. But they're the ones who threw him out. You know what I mean? Like, let's not forget. Let's not rewrite history. You know what I mean? They were like, well, I mean, Harry and Meghan wanted out. But they were like, can't we be kind of half in, half out? You know, like, can't we, like, stay here and then, like, maybe represent you over in the States and, and you know, whatever? And they were like, no our way or the highway or whatever. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right. I am back with the show. Um, 
So today I want to talk about, oh, it'll be the only time I do during this situation, but there is another season of RuPaul's Drag Race um, that is now on MTV, but you could probably still watch it on all the other Viacom platforms because I don't know what they're doing. Like, just pick... Pick a place and stay on it, Viacom. Hey, like you are really trying to, what, people aren't watching MTV? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm confused with what you're trying to say. Very, very confusing. It seems like you're just throwing that goddamn game show at every single one of your platforms that might not be doing that great in hopes to get a boost. Is no one watching MTV now? I don't know. Maybe put a video on it. Maybe we get back to that and we'll see if people will like it again, you fucks. Anyway. Season 15, and yes, I did go and watch the show at the Eagle here in Los Angeles uh, with my good Judy, Jay Fink, Go Wig or Go Home on Instagram, of course. And because, uh, you know, he wants to see who's going to be giving him money soon, you know, uh, getting those lace front wigs and whatnot. And I'm going to tell you, I host a baby show every goddamn week at Stash in West Hollywood at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays. I do it every goddamn week. If you want to see a baby drag show, come to my show. Come to my show. It's the same fucking thing as what you're saying. How offensive is it that you're going to have like one to two year drop goddamn drag queens on the same season that Sasha Colby is on? Like, Sasha had better win. Just, just by experience alone now, now look this is not i don't want to i love a baby i love a baby drag artist i think that i think that it's great i think that it's great too that they made it onto the game show that's fine for them but if you start getting red or if they start if the audience base which is the most toxic audience base in any television show in my opinion in history like if you're going if you're going to go in there that fucking brand new and you look kind of dumb that's going to follow you forever bitch like you're going to be a meme forever you know what i mean like and it's wild but anyway that's not what i want to talk about i don't want to talk about the actual fucking season because that was 2 hours i'm never going to get fucking back how dare you um but i was recently talking to a uh, very lovely drag queen, a very professional drag queen, a very good drag queen who has auditioned for that game show multiple times, like multiple, multiple times. And um, we were talking and I just saw the frustration in their face when they're like, well, I did another tape. Maybe this time is the charm. I don't know, the 12th time. I don't know. I don't know how many times they auditioned. More than five. You know what I mean? And I'm assuming getting in different levels along the way, like, you know, maybe getting a phone call here, you know, maybe being told things. Who fucking knows how that goddamn cult works in the production side? And I'm just like, and I know I've beaten this horse dead, but I'm just like, when will there be something that is not a game show competition that will rival this fucking mess of a game show that they can't even find to put on one of their platforms to stay? 
when will there be something to rival it? Because the sadness that I saw in this drag queen's face, because they've not ever been on this fucking game show. I mean, I get it. I get it. People want that chance that they're going to be represented in a way um, that is positive and that this fic that fickle audience will like. So that way your booking fee can be better. Magnolia Crawford said it. She was right. That's why everyone's on that goddamn show. She just should have kept her goddamn mouth shut about it. But you're not guaranteed that if you're on that fucking game show. You're not guaranteed success. First of all, the idea that RuPaul cast those people because they're the best of the best is bullshit. I don't think they've mentioned that on a season for a long time. They've not mentioned best of the best. These aren't the best of the best. These are the ones they can fucking draft stories for. And you got to hope that one of those stories that you're going to be doing is a good one, that you're going to be represented well. You got to be kissing those producers' asses. You got to let them know that the world, the, the moon doesn't shine without them. The sun won't rise without them. You got to let them think that in order to get something good. You never know how it's going to turn out. You're there playing a part. And so it frustrates me when this, this they should have like they do on the psychic phone lines for entertainment purposes only. That's what they should put underneath the fucking screen for that goddamn game show all the time. Because out of 16 seasons, I don't know how many fucking drag queens have been on that show. Couldn't tell you, don't do math. I'm a theater girl. But what I'm saying is, out of the 16 seasons, you can name a handful of them. There's a lot of people that just sink right back into local queendom. And that's not a bad thing. Listen, shout out to us local queens. We're the ones who fucking make the real world go round. You know, we're the ones who's not charging you, uh, uh, 20, 40, 60, $80 to come and see one of my fucking shows. Real drag is happening in real life. Not diminishing the fact that they are all still cross-dressers. I'm just saying real drag, not commercial drag. is still happening. So I just want all the drag queens out there to know, like, not all these bitches are the best. And there's been plenty of stinker seasons. I mean, I haven't watched in a long time outside of the whenever Shay wants to go on to lose. But this can't be the end all. This can't, this can't bring sadness to your face if you don't get on it again. Because look, the time and effort that you put in for those audition tapes, like you better go in with a positive fucking attitude. You just fucking put money into a fucking tape that uh, that they're probably going to watch once. And no one wants to hear that. I get it. No one wants to hear that they're not going to get on Drag Race. But you're not. More often than not, you're not. More often than not, you're not. And, and that's fine. So you better... You better find the love for it 
Because if you're just in drag to be on that game show now, if you're just in drag to be on that game show now, if it, if you don't find some kind of joy and happiness every time you put on a goddamn dress or a fucking tuxedo or whatever you're representing in your drag career, if you're not perfectly happy with making the money that you're making currently, if you're only doing this in hopes to fucking be on that show, then you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Like, you have to make this job work. Now, I thought, I thought because, you know, they just did the auditions for the 16. And I have a lot of people who are uh, in my corner and support me. And they were like, you need to do it, girl. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. So I jumped through the first couple of hoops, you know, just so I could get the audition form, which hasn't changed since I auditioned years ago. Still the same fucking audition form. Now they've added a couple, maybe added some read thing where they're like, hey, read these people or whatever. But overall, it's the same fucking thing because they think their system is so flawless. And I did something that I have not done ever was I read like the NDA or like the terms of agreement or whatever, like, like they give you right off how much of your soul you're selling off to them. You know what I mean? And one of the things in there is like, you might get hurt. I saw what happened to Eureka. I'm not trying to get hurt for a fucking game show. It seems so goddamn silly. Alex Trebek would never, he would have never asked you to come on and fucking do something that is outside of your literal body ability for ratings. I mean, great, this is all translated into a lot of Emmys, but I'm gonna tell you, it's like Project Runway now. There's more bitches you don't know than there are that you do know. That said, good luck. <laughs> good luck to everyone. Good luck to the season 15 gals. And good luck to the bitches who are auditioning for 16. Because, you know, you're probably not going to get it. But be okay with that. Because drag is fun. It's it's not serious. It's not political. And fuck the people who are making it that way. Um, anyway. Yeah, it's just, it was just an unbearable two hours. I don't know why they're trying to make us like a majority of these people. I'm just glad they sent someone home. I am glad they sent someone home on the first time. It wasn't like, nobody goes. But 16 goddamn drag queens. 16, bitch. I had to keep asking who they were during the goddamn show. Which one was that? Uh, which one was that? Shout out to Connecticut drag though. Shout out to Connecticut drag. I mean, who knew that there was? I wanna know who in casting took a trip to Connecticut and was like, hey. 
They all seem very charming. They all seem very charming. Good luck, Connecticut. Anyway, I've come to the end of the show. We've talked enough. Now I'm going to go and brave this weather and try to do uh, some goddamned errands because she's responsible even during natural disasters. Uh, Y'all, if you like the Tony Soto show, please go to, um, where are you going? Uh, Why do we have to keep changing streaming? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you should have talked to me sooner. I'm ending the show now. We could have had this conversation. I'm saying that. Why, why, why? Anyway, if you like the Tony Soto Show, go to my iTunes page and subscribe to the show. Rate the show. Leave a comment. It really does help. I'm doing it alone here. Lift a bitch up. Um, uh, I do Battle Babies every week in West Hollywood at Stash. The show is uh, Wednesday at 10 p.m. Come out of here in town. Come and see L.A. baby artists uh, trying to fucking manage this goddamn crazy life that is draggery. Um, uh, oh, so also, just so you know, Learn the Words, bitch, on Instagram is now at Tony Soto Productions because that will now be everything and all things drag. Anything that I'm producing, anything that I'm hosting, anything that I'm twirling in, um, it's going to be represented there. You can find me at the Tony Soto Show on uh, Instagram and TikTok. All right. Well, we've done it. Yeah. And I'm going to end a minute early because, God damn it, I deserve it. All right. Goodbye, everybody.